American swimmer Michael Phelps holds the record for the most Olympic medals won by any athlete. He has 28 medals. 23 of them are gold medals. It's ridiculous. Now, there's not a lot of essential equipment for swimming. I don't know if there's any essential equipment for swimming. But at least in the Olympics, you usually have a swimsuit, swim cap, and goggles. But before each race, you can spot Michael Phelps with an additional piece of equipment. Big ol' earmuff headphones. Now, I submit to you that this is not because Michael Phelps has a tendency to cold ears and he wants to just to keep them warm and toasty before he jumps into the cold water. Michael Phelps believes music is a powerful tool to enhance his performance. Why? Stick around and I'll tell you. I'm Dr. Nathan Palai. This is Speed Tribe. Now, I'm old, so when I was preparing for a race, I would borrow my friend's disc man. <laughs> like is this little portable music player that you would put a CD in and notice that it was my friend's disc man and not my disc man. Anyways, uh, you would run and you'd have to keep it perfectly level. If it jostled too much, it would skip or the CD would stop playing. And I was limited to whatever CDs my friend had collected. Thankfully, he was generous and let me use it. But uh, at the time, it was uh, Green Day Dookie was on heavy rotation in my pre-race mix. Today, you have so much more access to music, so you can use it really well. Music can perform three powerful functions. First one is the reason Michael Phelps uses it. Music can function almost like a stimulant. Listening to music can excite our bodies. There are involuntary responses that happen when we listen to catchy music. The pu pu pupils, mercy, I can't talk, sorry about that. The pupils in our eyes actually dilate and our pulse and blood pressure rises. The electrical conductance of our skin is lowered. The cerebellum, a brain region associated with bodily movement becomes active, it's kind of weird. Blood is redirected to the muscles in our legs and dopamine, the chemical associated with happiness and readiness is released. In other words, music taps straight into our biology. Studies have captured this at work. Um, in one study, having college-aged kids ride a stationary bike while listening to different types of music or no music, they found that listening to up-tempo music can increase their heart rate, power production, and miles covered. This is what Michael Phelps is trying to tap into. So he packs his playlist with things like Eminem and EDM, trying to pump up his body and launch himself like a rocket or a torpedo through the water and win more gold medals. Now, the second effect of music is strangely the exact opposite of the first. Where the first worked like a stimulant, music can also act like a sedative. It can relax the muscles and mind. Why would somebody want to do this? Well, sometimes your sport requires um, more precision and you don't want to be hyped. Other times, um, you just are of a personality type that you already start out hyped up, stressed out, worried, or, or ready, and you need to come down a little bit. And, and just recognize that, that each individual is different and needs are, uh, are different. And to perform at your optimal level, you've got to experiment and find what works for you. Some people need to get pumped, others uh, need to calm down. Choosing music that is soothing or relaxing can accomplish that purpose. Now, here's the thing about choosing music before you, you compete. You may think you know what you need, but you really won't know until you experiment. 
So here's your homework. I want you to build a couple of playlists, songs you like, uh, and then see how you perform. Maybe have one playlist be one that pumps you up, another one that calms you down. And then actually see how your performance goes. See how it affects you. And then make your decision based on what helps you most, not just what you assume will help you, okay? Pay attention to your personality. Pay attention to your performance. Are you high strung? Then mellow out. If you need to get going, do that. But pay, uh, pay careful attention not to use songs or music that express harm to others. You may think this will help you to, to get pumped, but there's a certain negativity that will begin to infuse you. This will lead to a lack of confidence. Also be cautious of being overstimulated. Uh, if you're too hyped, then you'll play tight and it won't go well. On the opposite end, if you're too mellow, you won't be focused and you, you won't play well. And, and side note, you may find that you do better with no music at all, but you won't really know until you run the experiment. Now that's two powerful functions of music and I said there's three, so what's the third? Well, we've talked about how learning requires careful attention and deliberate practice focus, if you will. But when it comes to game time, sometimes you need things to flow a bit more and just to be natural. Music can help fill in that gap. When we talked about fear before, we talked about how we have a lizard brain or a limbic brain. This brain can help make automatic decisions like run away when you're afraid, but it also is really good once you've learned a skill to automatically perform that skill. You also have a neocortex that's in charge of higher level thinking. And sometimes in game time situations, your neocortex can start overthinking things and mess the flow that you've practiced so hard to achieve. It's kind of like trying to have two people dribble a basketball at the same time. It's awkward and non-functional. For example, one of the most stressful parts uh, of a basketball game is when you're at the free throw line. Even though it's the slowest part, the, all the pressure and focus is on you, and this is where your neocortex can really ramp up. For example, Dirk Nowitzki, ultimately when he finished his career in the NBA, had an amazing free throw percentage. But when he first started, he was really tense. So his mental strength coach had him sing a song in his head to loosen up and to occupy his neocortex so that he could just automatically do what he knew how to do. Um, so Dirk started singing Mr. Jones by the Counting Crows and his percentage went up. This function of music is known as disassociation. It's the process where the athlete focuses the attention of the neocortex on the music and removes their attention from the stress at hand. It can also be helpful if you're pushing yourself. It can take your attention off the pain and fatigue of the moment. Olympic sports psychologist uh, Peter Terry has found that elite, elite athletes can run 18% longer when listening to music. So if you find yourself in a stressful situation, up on the mound, in the batter's box, at the free throw line, at the penalty kick area, or if you just find yourself tired and in pain, start singing in your head and then just let it flow. So today you're gonna build some pre-game playlists and, and then just experiment and modify, it's part of the fun. Uh, and also experiment with occupying your brain with a song when things get rough. You got this. All right, have at it. I'll see you next time.